have chosen to test this station's destructive power on your home planet of Orbit. What? Then name the system Orbit. Loki religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blast. We're coming up on Alderaan. You may fire when ready. Welcome to the unofficial countdown to The Last Jedi podcast, the best one in the Oceanas, Alderaan Explosion. I'm Dylan Blight. Today's joining me once again, Ashley Hobley. Kieran Marchant. Yeah, I'm here. And we're here to talk some Star Wars. Greetings. Greetings. Greetings, sir. Greetings, sir. Uh, this week we'll be going over Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. And uh, as we all watched that this week, that was our watching material for this week. And then I want to talk about uh, what it means, uh, what it needs to be in actual Star Wars movies versus what's in the extended universe material. Uh, so, in other words... What needs to actually, what information needs to be in movies and what movie, what information is fine with just being left in extended universe material like books and stuff like that? And is there information that you have come across uh, that has been in the extended universe material that you felt could have been left into movies? And then uh, at the end of the show, we'll talk about the 45 second, 46 second, whatever it was, uh, trailer that came out, the Last Jedi one, because that's only like Last Jedi big news that's coming out. Actually, Kathleen Kennedy, one little tidbit. I'll, I'll save my favourite tidbit of the week until the end of the show, but there is a really great tidbit to go over. Okay, so let's kick off with this. Episode three, we've all watched it. We did. We got through it. What does everyone think of episode three in general? Because I'm going to come out straight away and say that I actually like really enjoy episode three. Like, it's the only one of the prequel movies where I'm like, I actually, I could watch this movie fine. Like, I've no problems watching it at all. It's I the best of the three. Is, uh, I don't know. I'm always conflicted. I don't know why. I'm always conflicted if I like episode three or not. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. Really? I don't is know it what it is. just that prequel hate, like, boiling over? No, no, it's not the prequel hate because I enjoyed, when we watched Clone Wars, Clone Wars wasn't as bad as I remembered. I actually enjoyed watching Phantom. So I don't know why I feel this way about... And I've always felt this way about the third one. Um, ever since it came out and I first watched it, I felt really weird about it. I didn't know if I really enjoyed it or if I didn't. Um, because I think this movie has to do the most work in... Well, previously, before Rogue One came out, this one had to do the most work of like kind of linking it to where New Hope starts. And... I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. I just, I think I just dislike Anakin a lot. Um, yeah. I, I wish the, I wish Anakin's character had been written a lot better. Um, don't we all? But it is what just, it is. Even just like, <laughs> I don't, don't even think it's Hayden Christensen that bothers me. I think it's just how the character's story arc develops and how like a lot of a lot of people's problems with Hayden Christensen can be boiled down to two very simple things George Lucas's writing and George Lucas's directing yeah I think so because I just <laughs> I feel like the, the Darth Vader character that we found that we met and learnt more about throughout the the original three movies could have been built on so much more and I think this movie I don't know why. I feel like this movie, and I think maybe once because I've been watching a lot of Clone Wars the last week and a half now. Um, when we came Got back him on that train, when we came back, I literally <laughs> smashed through like fifteen episodes. When I was feeling when I was feeling sick the other day, so um, I think with that information, I, I'm starting to feel a bit better. But I feel like the transition from 
you know, Anakin Phantom Menace to Anakin End of Revenge of the Sith into Darth Vader, I feel is is really... Doesn't feel earned? It doesn't feel like too earned. Fast. Yeah, it feels like... It kind of feels like, you know, there yeah. was these seedlings of it happening in episode two and then episode three comes along and it's like, bam, it's all happening. He's yeah. killing children. He's killing I younglings. He's doing I, I all this agree, stuff. I agree from the... Um, from like just the movie perspective, I think the if you watch all of Clone Wars, by the time you get to watching, if if there was any movie that the entirety of the Clone Wars animated series helps tenfold, it is Episode Three. Yeah, because a lot of the problems you're saying, like it doesn't feel earned, like you don't have him build gradually to getting to this, the Clone Wars animated series cut, like does that for you. Yeah, yeah. You get and to that- slowly see him like. The dark moment, like every now and then, have these slight little like dark moments, like for spread throughout all those seasons of shows. That by the time you reach this movie, it makes way more sense. Um, and lots of things in this movie don't make sense until the Clone yep. Wars animated series. It's 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 a blessing and a curse because like I love this movie um, a lot more after having watched all the Clone Wars. I liked it before fine. When I was we, like, eh, this is fine. But by the time you fit, when you rewatch this once the cl- you've watched all the Clone Wars, it's like, oh, oh. Okay. That's a fair point. But when it, I guess my only thing for this, for the, for the, say, this case study of a podcast we're doing, when we're doing it, should we, should we be looking at it as an individual movie when we're talking about the movie? Because if we're talking about just the movie, it's poor, it's poor movie writing or movie direction. If you have to have a TV show that helps explain why the movie is this way, if that makes sense, yeah, that's like, why I separate it. Like, it, it, taking away the TV show, I still think it's a okay movie, and it's definitely the best of all the prequels. And with even without the TV show, I could watch it fine. I don't know what my score would be, like a six five or yeah, seven. Okay. I don't know. Like, it's fine. Like, I mm. without the fight scene at the end, it would probably be a lot lower. But like the yes. the yeah, end the lightsaber the battle, like Mustafa, bumps it up Mustafa. so fucking much to yeah. the. To me, so it's like, but by the time you add on all the TV show, I mean, we're not doing a proper review solely on the thing. We're, we're not doing we're a review, but I just want to, I guess from my perspective, as well as maybe the audience perspective, I just wanted to make sure I knew where you sat on the movie itself, because you said you loved it, and then I'm just double checking it where... I love it these days. These days, and you've yeah. loved it because yeah. you've had that experience with Clone Wars, yeah. correct? Okay, cool. Yeah. That's all, it, yeah, that's all I wanted to flesh out. Yeah. Um, Ash, what do you, what do you, what's your thoughts on it? No, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's kind of the payoff to all the build up of the whole prequels, seeing Darth Vader finally become Darth Vader. Obviously, there's some really hard parts to watch. Pretty much anything with Padme is like, yep, cringeworthy. Um, can we, can we, they, just, they kill it, they destroy her character in this movie, basically. Yeah. They destroy her character, but can we also agree that Padme. It's Padme's fault. The whole it's Star Padme, Wars is yeah. Padme's fault. I'm going to keep calling her Padme because I don't care about her. Shut up and leave me Star alone. Wars games. They, they, I feel, they I feel super self-conscious since you pointed it out to me. I didn't point it out the first time. Who did? It was Jack, maybe? Someone else po- someone pointed it out somebody. on our extra live stream. Oh, and no. I was like, it's Padme. And then he was like, oh, I never knew. And I was like, I realised it. I just didn't point it okay, out to you. so Padme... We all agreed that it's Padme's fault. She's the reason for the Star Wars. It's all her fault. Yeah, she shouldn't have burned that kid. Like she should have. She no. should have known that that kid was too young for her. She should have stayed on yeah. the ship. No, when they're on Tatooine. Even, even watching, even watching, um, 
even watching Clone Wars, Anakin is a is a good Jedi, or what I would presume to be a, a good Jedi, until any time she's involved. Any time she's involved, he's just like, nah, F the rules, I'm doing it. Nah, I don't care. It's what love love does to you, man. Yeah, the plus- Jedi say don't get attachments. <laughs> yeah. Never fall in love with a woman or a man or whatever your mm. whatever your preference. I'm just, you saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> Take you to dark side. <laughs> she, it's her fault, <laughs> correct? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put all the blame on her. No, most of it. This is no, victim blame. Anakin's at fault. He should have not turned to the dark side. Yeah, why are we blaming her? He stop he, victim blaming, Kieran. That's what I just yeah. No, stop victim I'm gonna blaming. keep going on it because he turned to the dark side because he felt he wasn't strong enough to protect her. Yeah, that's on him. No, people, it's not. People like, people like do mass murderers because they think they're doing it for God and all sorts of weird That's shit. a bit different. Doesn't make it right. That's different. I'm just saying. If she didn't exist, no, it he'd sounds be pretty sweet. much the same. He'd be fine. <laughs> God. Um, all right. I want to. I've got. I've like. I'm going to run down through my notes. My like that I wrote as I was watching the movie. So as we'll kind of go through it, if we reach a point where anyone thinks of something, jump in. Um, the first okay. thing I noticed. Uh, right down I noticed well something I never realised and I had to google to double check um, Grievous when he runs into Anakin when General Grievous runs into Anakin and they they meet on the ship at the start of the movie by the way that first opening ship fight really great that's another part great part of this movie like seeing those two flying those ships through like all the ships fighting around and exploding and stuff like that that's actually something that we haven't you don't actually have much of in Star Wars until Rogue One and I really Not enjoyed like the, the Death Star fight, which is a bunch of dog fights. This is like a bunch of big ships and stuff like that. Mm. And I enjoy the banter. I enjoy the banter. Yeah, and the yeah. banter. Yeah, it's a really great opening scene. Um, when Anakin runs into Grievous, Grievous says something along the lines of, um, it's nice to finally meet you. I thought you'd be older or something like that. And I was like, yeah, they never... Like, I was like, suddenly I'm like, oh, Clone Wars anime series. I'm like, yeah, they never meet. They never, I couldn't, I was trying to think, I'm like, did they ever meet? Did they fuck up? And I take to Google, like, did Anakin ever meet Grievous in the Clone Wars series? And apparently there is, and I remember the episode, I was like, fuck, that's funny. There's an episode in the Clone Wars where they nearly meet, like they trade, like Grievous is like a prisoner, basically. And uh, Anakin's like a prisoner on the other side. And they do like a whole trade uh, prisoner thing, but Anakin's like face down, being dragged across the floor as Grievous goes past, and he like never sees him. That's the closest they ever come into running with each, running into each other. It's just like one of those really weird things because this lines in the movie where he's like, oh, "I've never met you," and then they do the Clone Wars animated series and they make sure that they never meet, like so that lines never fucked up, which Close. I just appreciate. Yeah. Like it's con- they pay attention to the continuity. The con- okay, important continuity question. Of it. What the hell is Grievous? Grievous is a droid. He's a cyborg. Like a, like he's a, a cyborg droid, yeah. He's not like a human or anything. Yeah. He's a. Because the first thing I wrote down was, why does a robot have a cough? No, because he's got, he's yeah, got he, fleshy parts. Like, if you look yeah, in his eye sockets, yeah. it's got flesh in there. Well, that and... wasn't clear to start off with. That's the strange it's, thing. Yeah, just general, Grievous is major villain at the start of the film. No fanfare or anything. Yeah, no, that's no one of the, that's one of my complaints about this movie is that they introduce Grievous and they kill they introduce a new character, Grievous, and they kill off the big bag they introduced in like the last quarter of the last movie. And it makes no sense. It just, They're like, here's Count Dooku, big battle, kill him off fast. He's a droid guy. <laughs> Why? 
No, it's just <laughs> it's just do they handle Star Wars in a whole handles all minor bad guys very poorly. And I'm talking like minor in like the grand scheme of things. So they handle the Emperor and Darth Vader fine. But, you know, Jango Fett, Boba Fett, Darth Maul, Count Dooku, General Grievous are all terrible. They're all really bad. Like, they're not... Like, Count Dooku, you you see, like, he gets a big section at the end of 2, and then, like, the first few scenes of 3, he dies. And it's like, what? What? Like, how? Yeah. Why is this a thing? Yeah. This is a... Yeah, the opening scene of... Because the opening scene of episode 3 is definitely one of those scenes where, once again, I'm just going to say... It is way better after watching the Clone Wars because you've seen Obi Wan fight Dooku several times, um, Dooku several times and stuff. You've seen Obi Wan run in and fight Grievous several times. You've seen like this history of these characters and stuff be built up, introductions. Um, you've seen him get hurt. I think that's why he has the cough. Like they they fix that in the animated series by having him like get injured, and it's like that's why he has the cough because he doesn't have the cough at the start of the Clone Wars. So they fix all these really weird things, give all these characters history, and then you see them clash here, and it's like, oh, this is all making more sense. But yeah, when you separate it and you just judge it solely on the, the which, like, just which, movie, which factor, is how it was, you know, when it was initially released. This mm-hmm. is how it was. Star Wars is one of those things, though, to me that is constantly like, um, is constantly being improved and fixed or whatever retconned, and it like just gets better, and you have to take that into account. Okay. Um, um, you can't like it's fine to just be like, yeah, but as a movie, it's like this. It's like, yeah, but to me, it's a lot better because I've watched all the. Star Wars is a property. The more you invest your time into, the more you put effort into, the better a lot of the. The stuff gets. I guess that's why my fault in the way I look at um, Star Wars because I, I compare Star Wars to even though they both were you know brought out later in terms of you know like development, but for me as a human being, they all kind of came into my life at the same time. Like I put Star Wars in the same level for me as Lord of the Rings and the Harry Potter series, where both of those two series, like Lord of the Rings, was pretty much everything set in stone because. Tolkien's mm-hmm. dead, and nobody's really gone through and changed anything since then. And J.K. Rowling was making Harry Potter at the same time and working directly with the with the director mm-hmm. to make sure. I guess, I guess, yeah. Thingy was work like was the director and everything. But do you think? Do you think he had the? Do you think he had the stories that were Clone Wars? before this movie was made or did he make this I think movie? He, I think George had them in his head to some degree because he always wanted to do the, the the animated series afterwards. Okay. And so do you think he, after like after this movie came out and they started doing Clone Wars, do you think somebody went through the fine tooth cone on this movie and went, All right, we need to answer this question, this question, this question, this question that, ev- that Star Wars fans have all the time? Like, I, I think... Or I don't do you think, think like they. It's like they set out to answer questions. It's just like we they can and will where they can, and it's no different to even these days where it's like they leave Faz like they they set out to make the Force Awakens. They do the whole thing where they put Phasma in a trash compactor, and but they never think like 
forward to the other end of that. Like, how do we explain how she got out of there and off the planet so she can be in episode eight? And it's like, people just constantly are forgetting these things they need to fix. So it's like, oh, we fixed that in a comic. And it's like, other random characters and things that happen, even in The Force Awakens, it's like, they're just fixing them in other spin-off things. It's like, just a constant, and especially with a franchise like this that's known for the, like, the fine details being, like, fixed in extended universe material. Well, not even fixed, like, just explained. I think it makes them lazier. Do you... Um, And... That's how it's always been. Do you think this is a... It's a very... Obviously, it's a good thing for, you know, super Star Wars fans like yourself and slowly, like me, by osmosis of being near you. Um, Like, being dragged (laughs) into it and learning more because of your excitement and hype. Like, I'll admit, since we started the show, my intake of Star Wars um, media has grown very highly. Um, and so dark side, um, is it, is it a negative that for those, say the normal star Wars moviegoers that only are going to ever watch the movies, it's a negative for them. Isn't it correct? Like it's still, they don't. Well, all right. Well, just, this is basically what I was going to bring up later. So let's just jump into it now. Like what's going to be my whole question about like, what's important to be in star Wars movies where versus what's in the extended material because Michael C on Twitter tweeted me this article today. He's like, you should talk about this. And I'm like, I don't really want to talk about this, but it does relate to a a topic I had written down um, that we could possibly talk about anyway. Because the article he linked was like, Luke never, the backstory of like the, the history between Luke and like for all the years he was disappeared between episode six and seven. Uh, That's basically not going to be explained in episode eight. It'll probably be explained in books and comics and whatever the fuck else. Uh, And everyone's like, oh, this is crap. Like, how are we going to blah, blah, blah. And as soon as I read this, I'm just like, and my, my mom, my dad, whoever else, like normal movie going folk who enjoy watching Star Wars movies. Sure. They'll go watch episode eight and they probably won't think twice about wondering what the hell Luke's been up to. They'll just watch it for two and a half hours or whatever it is and be like, cool, Luke's on my screen. I don't care what he was doing. They'll get, they'll use a throwaway line. I've been training people and then I trained people and then all the people I trained got killed by Kylo Ren and that's it. And it's like, well, that's enough to explain it. Okay. That's um, all that matters. However, to the more ha- yeah, to, ha- to the more hardcore people, obviously like me and whoever else, I'm like, what was you doing every day of the week the entire time I haven't seen you? Luke, what have you been <laughs> up to? Tell me everything. Yeah, um, okay, okay. So, yeah, so what do you think that, like, how much effort, put just go with the, start with the Luke thing. How much information on Luke do you think needs to be in episode eight? And, like, what, what kind of material could they leave out that would annoy you? Like, if, like, six months after episode eight, they, they release a book and it tells X information or story or something like that, would, would, would there be anything that pisses you off? Like, oh, that should have been in the movie, like. I guess as long as there's some kind of built something built on I think my most important section of Luke's of that period of time for Luke would be how his relations with Han Solo, Leia and their child how what hap- what was how did that grow and what happened with that over the years. I think that was that's my only bit that I'm desperately like I need to I need to understand or I need to know like what 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 happened and what did they go through? 
Um, I guess I couldn't... You know, so other stuff could be easily solved. Like, you know, I went away and found all these Jedi temples of old. Or I started, yeah, training new younglings. Or so on and so forth. Like, how... That's the only one that, for me, is the big sticking point. Is I want to know how his relationships with those people... How they progressed over though that is it eighteen years eighteen year period thirty years between is it thirty sorry thirty yeah between episode uh, six and seven yeah. yeah okay thirty yeah how about how about you Ash no I mean it would be great to hear know those sort of things but I think whatever they decide to do in the movie be best for the the story of the movie everything else is just yeah. That's what they're banking on, Even, you wanting to know those fine details to extend that universe, sell all those books, comics, straight to DVD, animated movies. <laughs> straight to DVD. <laughs> Even if it's just they explain Luke's relationship with Kylo Ren and like how his relationship was before everything went bad, I think that's probably the main point that needs to be... Well, we basically know why Kylo went bad, like what his breaking point was. They've already hinted at it in one of the books already. There's there's a there's a book from about Leia, um, like he like two years before the uh, Force Awakens, where it's basically just Leia Bloodlines. dealing with the bloodlines. Yeah, it's basically her just d- like doing a lo- bunch of political stuff and shit like this. And spoilers for Bloodlines, it came out like two years ago. I don't know, fucking ages ago. Um, towards the end of the book. Uh, like the opposite, the opposition political party, because Mom Mothma is getting sick, and they're like, "Oh, she's probably going to die. We need to like, we're probably going to need to put someone else in charge, basically." And then, it, of course, what happens is like two political. As someone who like really loves the political aspect of Star Wars universe, this book was all over my jam. Um, so then, basically, two political parties start up, and Leia's on one side, obviously, and there's other people on the other side, and Leia's like the front runner for to be like elected on on one side. And someone on the other side, uh, basically members of the First Order, before the First Order is like properly started, like, but it's kind of beginning, um, they find out that she was Darth Vader's daughter. And like, she's kept this information secret since episode six, um, which is another question, like, of course, people didn't really think about coming out of episode six. It's like, who actually knows that Luke and Leia are like the big bad Vader's Son and son and daughter. It's like no one. They kept they kept that shit secret. The only people that know are like Han and who are the fuck else. It's like that wasn't information they wanted to really make public. And uh, someone finds out that, and they start putting up like propaganda posters, like with you know like Vader helmets over her face, all sorts of sh- fucked up shit like this, mm. basically to ruin her political aspects. And this news travels across the galaxy to wherever Luke and Kylo are together training, and Kylo finds out that this information has been kept secret and he does a little teenage dummy spit is basically how it goes. Don't know exactly what happens, but yeah, he wasn't the biggest fan of mummy, mummy and daddy keeping this information, uh, secret from him okay. that his grandfather was, uh, the, the most powerful being, whatever you want to call it, that like they, that you read about in history books and whatever stuff like that wasn't the biggest fan. But yeah, they're off training at that point. So we know Luke's training Kylo and whoever else at this point. But it's like, even that information, like that's a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo, mumbo jumbo. It's like, did that information need to be in The Force Awakens? And I'm like, no, it didn't. Because most people wouldn't even think to ask that question. Like, it's not 
necessary because the other thing about the Star Wars movies is, yeah, you do need them to just to be accessible, pulpy, fun going movies for because everyone watches Star Wars. Basically, everyone watches Star Wars. You they the expect the audience to take it at face value as this guy's being presented as a bad guy, this guy's being presented mm-hmm. as a good guy. Take it yeah. at that and keep going. Okay. Yeah. And um, I, I don't think the general cinema-going audience, when they watch Force Awakens, was like, oh, I need big explanations as to why he's like this. Like, no, one, no, most people weren't thinking that. Um, was there, is there anything that you can think of? I'll start with you, Ash. Is there anything that you can think of that you know of or like I've said or in general that you know or we've discovered over the last couple of weeks that you're like, oh, that information probably should have been in the movies? No, not really. Maybe Ahsoka, just so you'd be happy. But have her yeah, in the I wish Ahsoka was in. Yeah, put Ahsoka in the movie. Give Ahsoka her own live action movie. That's the day I cried. Like I just. I <laughs> <laughs> did it. Once they finished then... the Boba Fett and the uh, Jabba the Hutt movie and the uh, Fuck Jabba the Hutt movie. guys in the. Uh, Do you reckon would they? I don't the know. The guys in the bar. The, no, the guys in the Cantina movie. Oh, this then they'll do it. Um, how about you, Karen? Um, I guess now after the previous couple of weeks of talks and watching Clone Wars more in depth with a more analytical brain, or with me taking in the information a lot better, just makes me wish they had written the movies better. Like, <laughs> like, but that's not new information. Wish- no, no, but yeah. just like for me, the pacing now, I wish it should. And we've mentioned it in a previous episode. I wish that like Phantom Menace got into the Clone Wars, maybe, and then that the second movie was just Clone Wars. And then the, like was just yeah. more, some of the more important sections of the Clone Wars series. And then we had like, I wish the whole Clone Wars it hadn't been missed by the movies. Yeah. I think that was That's my biggest. My, my biggest- yeah, that's my biggest change. Get rid of Phantom Menace and you you have you, you dedicate a movie to telling like in the middle of the Clone Wars. <laughs> it is so weird. I, I still don't understand it. it. It's the one thing about all these the pre- all the complaints about the prequels and people people say the biggest complaints like Hayden and whatever else. My biggest complaint is always that they end one movie being like War is here. And then they start the second movie after that being like, war's over. It's all done. We fixed it. <laughs> what? We, we it. You missed it's it all. I ended it. Yeah. You know those, you know those, like, remember those Federation guys? They're gone. They're, they're just, yeah. they're gone. Just, don't just, worry about them. Fucking, don't worry about those. Don't worry about that. You know, it's, we'll sort that out later. Anakin's hand off. Yeah, fuck we'll that. We'll kill him in the first 20 minutes. We'll kill him in the first 20 minutes, yeah. Not that important. <laughs> He's a metal guy that's going to be Obi-Wan's adversary for the next half of this movie. Yeah. Just just um, be careful. <laughs> uh yeah, I was like, my second note here after the like the gre- the the clap clap for them not fucking up having Anakin meet Grievous in the thing is like it's still silly how fast and quick they introduce Grievous and Dooku over two films and then have them not do much. I really like episode three in general. I think it's a good movie and has lots going for it, but it's definitely a lot better having watched the Clone Wars. So everything we've talked about so far. Everything we've talked about. Good work, Dylan. I'm glad that I I was able to prompt that response for you anyway. Like I'm glad. Yeah. We got there naturally. We got there naturally. It was, it was something it's, it's 
lets you know that you're not like the only person thinking this. That there is yes that even somebody watching it for the One first time analy- analytically has already taken down this information, which is probably good. Um, my next note after that was, this is a bit further when Yoda's talking to Anakin after they arrive back on um, Coruscant. Um, I just wrote, Jedi rules are so stupid when Yoda is just like, don't fear loss, let people die, champ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, which is it's such a it's such a, a weird question. scene. Can yeah. can a Jedi leave the Jedi Order? Yeah, Ahsoka did. Because Anakin should have just left. He can, he could leave. Ahsoka left the Jedi Order. Yeah, she was just like peace out. Then why did he? She's like, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I have no idea. I think it was because sw- he still has like a. I think it's because of the prophecy that looms over his head. Um, I think everything is leaps over his head. Yeah, the prophecy that looms over his head at all times makes him think that he needs to get stronger. He needs to get like you know more powerful. Yeah. It's like if he leaves, if he leaves, where's he go? Yeah, where does he go? What does he do? He's been a slave yeah. his entire life. He went from one type of slavery to quote unquote another type of slavery. Yeah, it's like with someone like Just Anakin, becomes an average mechanic. Can they, do they know what freedom is? Can they like? Can they operate under their own like freedom? Yeah. And he never does. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, when you think about Anakin's life, it's like slave, slave to the Jedi Order, and then slave to Darth Sidious, death. <laughs> yeah. That's his life. <laughs> that is that is Anakin's, that is his whole life. And, and when we're talking about the rules, like, nobody nobody actually cared about the Jedi Order's rules, except for maybe, like, Mace Windu. Because every Jedi broke them at some point, because they were just like... Most of Even them did, he, yeah. he was the one who was going to kill Darth Sidious without a trial or anything. Yeah, Mace Windu is a weird one. one. Mace Windu, I always find that character more fascinating now that I've had. Going back to your point about stuff in the extended universe, now that I've had Grey Jedi's explained to me, and that that whole kind of thing, and that Mace Windu was supposed to be one of those. Apparently, wasn't he? I might be. He's not really. Everyone just like. I mean, to me, he's the most Jedi Jedi. He's apart apart from the purple lightsaber. He's like the most strict. Follow the rules, Jedi. Just Played by Samuel L. Jackson. Played by Samuel. Get these motherfucking dark lords off this motherfucking planet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was. They've they've put out a comic book about uh, about him, but I haven't read it yet. There's only there's only like a couple issues, but there there is like a Mace Windu. Okay. Comic out now. If, if, Did if he Mace survive? Windu, if Mace, no, no. This is a prequel. This is like during episode one. Like, what, what was he okay. up to then? Would it surprise you if it, it ever came out that he survived? Because everybody survives the long drop. Yes. No, they don't all survive. Everybody survives the long drop. People actually die in Star Wars. People no, no, no. Both his hands. They die if they die. Does he have anything if you to grab with? See them get stabbed. If they like get stabbed and then fall off a cliff or fall off the edge of a giant tube. They're surviving. No, most characters that survive <laughs> are dark. Are dark people like are dark side users, and they. It's like uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about Anakin later, but there is like a, an explanation as to why Anakin could even survive that. Oh, um, I know. My that. next note is it the dark one. My next uh, expo- My next note was all the Plagueis, the wise, the wise stuff. This is when um, Palpatine's talking to Anakin in the, the yes. political place there or whatever. 
Um, all the Plagueis to Wife wise stuff is the closest to extended universe material they get in the films, which it probably is because they never mentioned a lot of the really big like Old Republic, Darth Bane, what all these fucking characters names that are floating around, and they mention some of them in the Clone Wars series, and they mention them in the books and whatever else these days, and even back then they was mentioning these characters and books and stuff like that. This is like the only time in any of the movies they mention one of these big like characters that are in, like in the history of the the jedi and the sith and stuff like that they mentioned like one of their names on the the thing which is a, i always find like a cool moment in the movie a character that people want them to do that a lot of people want there to be like a movie on or a book or something like it's a character people always want to know more about especially because it would be like uh, like a, a prequel to Pal- Palpatine, I guess, like his origin story, because you could tell you could tell a story all about Plagueis the Wise and like little young Palpatine and whatever the fuck else. Like it's a story people want to see, and it's just like they give this this slight little hint in the thing. Why in does this movie about it? Why isn't there a point where Anakin just clicks at what the fuck is going on, and why doesn't he just get really pissed off that he's been lied Played. to this entire time? Like why isn't there this like clicking point? Blinded by the dark side, he is. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's, but it's so, mm. but yeah, I guess. Because it's just. Yeah. So, I mean, that's literally what they say. Yeah, <laughs> Blinded by the dark. There should side. be this clicking point where it's like, wait, wait a fucking second. Do you, you're, you're, you're one of these bad douchebags. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, he does click to well, him eventually, and he pulls out his lightsaber. He points it at him, and like, he goes, when he, when he straight out I tells him, you. I know stuff about the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it clicks. I just there's no it clicks, but there's no like there's no you know everything. Anakin's a very angry person, but that was like the most non-angry. He's very powerful. He's not very smart. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's one way to put it. God damn it. Um, so is the, it true the that the dark side can create life and stuff, or, or was he just? Nah, that's a whole bunch bullshit of bullshit. Here. Yeah, that's a whole bunch of bullshit. Like, unless they add that in, as far as I'm concerned, that's a whole bunch of lies. Oh, how, how, why would how the dark side use born? a lie to... No, Palpatine, he fucking lies several times in this movie. He lies all the time to Anakin. He even lies to him right at the end of the movie where he tells him that he, um, he killed fucking Padme. Like, he's constantly lying to him. And he even lies to him further. Like, they've, they've wrote, there's a really good, like, Lords of the Sith, uh, which is one of the, the now canon books and it's probably one of the better ones and it's um mainly about vader and palpatine they get stranded on a planet together and they have to like work their way off the planet and you get to see palpatine and vader's relationship together and then fight together and stuff like that even throughout that it's just like he's constantly fucking with him like palpatine will just fuck with vader like he'll, he'll test him even after years and years later it's like he's just constantly like eh, just fucking with you I just lied to you about... Like, you can tell he's, he lies and he uses him and that's all he's ever done to Anakin ever since he was a um, a small child. We like, child. Just constantly, constantly abusing that poor child. Um, <laughs> my, my next note was, the Wookiee stuff always seems random. Like, oh, that planet Kashyyyk. That's that's really the planet we're going to... We're going to pick Yoda to go save. But... It's it's basically just George doing what he wanted to do in episode six, but he never got to. Like the the fucking Ewoks was supposed to be the planet full of Wookies, and that was how episode six was supposed to end. It's supposed to be a whole bunch of Wookies fighting the fucking troopers, but they Wait, couldn't do it at the time. You're telling me we could have got a Christmas special that centered around Wookies? Yeah. 
Well, like, we kind of did. They kind of did. But um, then we wouldn't have got Ewoks, so everything yeah, works we out for yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, we can't do we can't do Kashyyyk, so we'll, we'll change it to this other planet, and we'll make up Ewoks. And But now, years later, he gets to do episode three. He's like, how should I end this movie? Fuck, I can do that. I can finally do that whole planet of Wookiee battle scene. <laughs> it's Because re- it just seems like really random. Wookiees it's like, on screen. really? Yeah. It's like, well, they have that one shot of them all like... And it's like, of course, Chewie's one of the ones that's with him. I'm like, of course. So how old is Chewie, Chewie then? Oh, Chewie, he is like several hundred years. Yeah. But he's, but he's got <laughs> very bad okay. anger issues when it comes to chess. Yeah. Uh, Wookiees live for, I don't know, like a thousand years, maybe 800 years. Wookiees live, w- Wookiees live for such a... Th- this is one of the saddest things you can ever tell someone. Wookiees okay. live for so long... That Han's life is like a speck of time with Chewie that he'll probably move on and forget. Mm. Break everyone's heart. It's true. Like he spends like, he spends like a very small, like in the scale of Chewbacca's life, he spends a total of a very small amount of his actual time with him. But people can have spends a short period of time with you and have a large impact. Oh my yeah, god, no. Ashley! They, they actually, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's Ashley's reason for being on this podcast is to come up with like inspirational like quotes to <laughs> solve moments. Well, going back quickly to the Mace Windu fight. Um, oh my fucking god! Yeah, okay. Quickly, quickly, yeah. just super quickly. They like. I mean, we didn't actually get to it. We jumped ahead, but yeah, go. No, go didn't back we just forth. talk about? Like we kind of, I we don't did. know. We talked to. Okay, we I'll wait till we get. Okay. There. I'll wait till we get. There. That's fine. Okay, because I was about to say we can come back to it. In the no, no, no. We're up to the. We're only up to Chew Chewbacca. Um, I wrote down. It's funny how much time time is spent on the like the, the clone. The clones never get character characterization in the in this movie or in the second movie. Like there's that one time where Obi Wan right at the end of the movie is like, "Thank you, Cody," and that's the one time they name one of them. But they spend mm. so much time in the Clone Wars animated series making sure every single one of those troopers have their own personality, names, uh, squad relationships, and so much stuff. That it's the one thing that annoys me watching this movie. I'm like, oh, it's like after watching after you it's, after watching Clone Wars, you're like, ah, oh, they just kind of waste them all here. Like they're all just they just they really just use them as clones. Like none of them have. Do they all look the same in the any, Clone Wars show? Yeah, they all, they look, all the look the same, but they have very different personalities. So. Dylan, I just watched, yeah. and not to spoil it for people who are going to go watch The Clone Wars because we talk about it so much on the show, I just watched the episode in episode in season one with Slicks, um, yeah. and I found that episode very, uh, like, very um, fascinating almost because it is such a, like, clones in that episode do things that you didn't expect that clone could do and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Like, Do they burn each other? <laughs> No, they don't. No, but like Sleeks' character <laughs> okay. is very interesting to to see that development happen. So, sorry, I'm being cryptic. I want to spoil shit. Yeah, it's fine. They um, yeah, but they're just kind of watching episode three. It's just every time it's like oh, they, they really they're just plain face clones. They they just they never go to the effort to to even make them appear yeah. or sound different or anything like that. And it's so funny because you could be like, oh, yeah, but it's the same actor doing a mole in the, in the movie, Dylan. How are they supposed to be different? In the animated series, it's the same voice actor voicing every single one of them, yet he manages to, like, make them sound a little bit different and add different personality to them and stuff like that. He has all the um, whole episodes just to himself. 
but it'll play like, like yeah there's episodes where it's just clones just, just clones. clones you just got a whole room of the same fucking people they all look the same but because they're written so well and acted so well um you can constantly tell which clone is which clone and stuff like that and it's just like little things it's like oh that one's got like a dent on his thing and he's got like a little bit of yellow here and stuff like that like they do it really really smart um going up to when obi-wan finally finds grievous on i can't remember what that fucking planet's called at all no idea doesn't oh, matter disappointing Dylan. sorry sorry everyone um one of my favorite lines and this is another thing about this movie. This movie does have one of the top Star Wars meme moments in it, which is when Obi-Wan drops down and he's just like, oh, hello there. Um, hi, Mark. Hi, yeah. Oh, hello hi, Mark. there. My, my favorite thing about that scene, though, is he Obi-Wan like puts down stuff, looks around, puts his hand up to his chin, does the whole like Obi-Wan beard stroke thing, and then just goes, you know what? Fuck it. And just jumps down there. Hello there. But that's like one of the top um, Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan moments to me. That just like, eh, best plan of action? Nah, like, <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> it's such a great moment for, yeah. I think just that's one of my favorite Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan moments. Um, I hadn't watched, I wrote this down. This is like a Rebels tie-in thing. I hadn't really noticed that, just tidbit. I hadn't watched Rebels. Um, I hadn't watched episode three since rebel season two came out and in rebel season two they introduced these inquisitors um for those who haven't watched rebels inquisitors are basically vader's squad that are helping him round up the remaining jedi or any force sensitive babies and killing them basically it's like hey, is that force sensitive baby fucking off with its head like because they're still being born like that's the thing it's like everyone's like oh they wiped out the jetty but force sensitive people are still going to be Born. That's the what? Like still thing. Force sensitive people. Like no, no. Born. You said jetty. 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 You said oh, no, jetty. Whatever. <laughs> um, so there's these inquisitors. There's these inquisitors in season two of Rebels that have these like double-ended lightsabers, but they like spin around in like a helicopter. Like they just like press a button and they constantly spin around like a motherfucker. And they literally mm-hmm. use them for to fly. And it's quite ridiculous. However, watching this, as soon as Grievous, like, starts up and he starts, like, spinning those lightsabers around like a motherfucker on the ground, I'm like, oh, here's the beginnings of the helicopter lightsabers. And I never even noticed. It's, like, all coming back. <laughs> Everything ties in. Everything makes sense. Ah! It's probably it not actually tying. It's, it's probably... No, it's not very effective. Um, the Order... I just wrote that. Order, Order 66 scene makes me sad. It still makes me sad watching it. Like, that's actually a really sad scene mm. to watch. Um... They go for all the planets, just seeing all the Jedi get portrayed, fucking shot, so, all the of, of characters. It's like sad as fuck. So I hate based it. on based on knowledge you've given me and spoilers I have for watching some bouncing round stuff, why doesn't Order sixty six affect some of the clients, aka Rex? Uh, there's a they explain all this. Well, you, if, listeners, you probably guessed what I'm about to say in, in a second. They explain all this in the Clone Wars animated series. Um, they do a several-part episode in, like, season five or six where some of the clones... Well, one of the clones discovers there's a chip in his head. And he takes it out, and everyone thinks he's going insane, like, saying there was this shit in his head and, like, blah, blah, blah. Well, it malfunctions at first, I think. Like, it, the chip goes off early. And he like starts going a bit crazy and everyone's like, what's wrong with him? And then they operate and they find there's a chip in there. 
So that's how they explain that some of the of a um, of the clone tr troopers found out about this and they cut their own chips out before it was activated. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's as simple as that. Like they 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 saw this. They saw one of their friends, their troopers or whatever, going crazy. They talk to him. They find out about the whole chip thing. They cut their own chips out because it's like in their neck or whatever. And that's, yeah, that's the other thing. People are always like, how does Order 66 work? Um, the chips were implanted as soon as Palpatine found out about the clone troopers, you know, years and years ago, during episode one days or whatever like that. It's like, we're going to put chips in. Yeah, basically. It's like, I'll pay extra for those microchips. I'll pay extra for the chips. The, ch the chips was always part of the plan. Like, that's the, which is another Can thing. Can we just say that this is the most convoluted plan to take over the universe ever? I'm going to start a war and I'm going to lead both it sides. It fucking worked. It fucking it's worked. Really, it's, it's actually really smart, though, when you, like, break it. You break it down because he needs, he needed, like, he doesn't, he just wants himself to win, right? Like, he doesn't want to be on mm. an A side. And by the end of this, Palpatine kills off both sides. Because it was basically the Republic, which if you want to put it as, like, the Jedi and all that stuff, versus the Separatists. Um, and Palpatine was playing both sides as different characters, and by the end of this, he kills off all the Jedi and all the Separatist leaders, and there's just him left as Emperor. So you can't really say his plan didn't work. It fucking worked amazingly. And he needed the war, because he needed the, the... So he basically wants war to happen to cause the... He needed to... Destruction, to put distrust in the galaxy, like, all these sorts of things. He like needed it's, the it's a war very long to game plan. make his Palpatine character more powerful correct like he had to set himself up politically so when all this shit did happen it was really easy for him just to be emperor yep 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 so it's the long haul yeah it was always the long, long haul. Con. it was like and the only plan that ever works in star wars yeah yeah well yeah basically he's this he's the mm -hmm. smartest person um the i write down the shot of anakin Taking down the Separatists is honestly one of the best shots in the entire franchise. It is one of the most, the best frames in the franchise. And I'm talking about the shot where Anakin's like looking back over his shoulder in, um, on Mustafar after taking down all the Separatists and his eyes are like all orange and like looking evil as fuck and stuff. And he's got the hood on. He's like looking over his shoulder. I think it's the shot you took a picture of like, went, on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah did. that is one of the he best shots in Star Wars history. <laughs> uh, yeah. How did his but the, like? But, is it the dark side that makes his eyes change? Is it, I fucking don't is it know. the midichlorians? It just looks cool. <laughs> it just looks cool. Just looks cool. That's what cares. they needed to include. They needed to include a a, a, a section where Darth Sidious gives him a the cloak. A cloak? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't get really that quite yet. Or was it like stowed away on his jet or plane or whatever? His spaceship. That's probably a better term. <laughs> you left it there for him. Gift. No. <laughs> Fucking God. To Anakin. In love Palpy. Introduction. Introduction pack. Starter kit. Starter kit. How to be Sis, a Sith. Sis starter kit. That is not a thing. Was this Lego Star Wars? It should be. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'll just write that down because that's like another reason I... There's like whenever I think about all the things I really like about this movie, there are some of my some of the best things in all the movies is in this. That's that shot I think is one of the best frames, most famous frames of in Star Wars history. Like it would be up there in like my top five best shots. Um, and then of course like there's the 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 saber fight we're about to get to is the best saber fight in the in franchise in all the movies as far as I'm concerned. So like I mean this movie has a lot going for it. 
um, when you when you and it kind of it kind of overthrows a lot of the faults to me because I'm just like, well, this is the best of any of the movies. Like, I know this is the best of all the movies. Um, I just, I wrote down one of my the a part that made me laugh out loud, which is when Yoda walks into Palpatine's room and he just kind of force quickly easily just like force throws back those two royal guards and they hit the wall like so weirdly and just tumble to the ground as he's just like ah, uh, uh, and they like fucking fall to the ground like what the hell even Darth that, Sidious hitting his chair looks awkward Darth Sidious hitting his chair was my follow up like I just laughed out loud because <laughs> it looks like it's out of a comedy movie <laughs> he just tumbles backwards it's so stupid <laughs> oh god um yeah and I wrote down the 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 Anakin versus Obi-Wan fight. Like, no matter how many times I watch it, it's so good. I, I don't... It is just the best. That's the, the type of... That's the type of fight I really want out of The Last Jedi. Like, I enjoyed Rey versus Kylo's fight, but that was, like, two people who um, didn't know what the fuck they were really doing, and, like, it's just more about... And neither, well, Kylo's not even trying to kill her, really, so it's not like a full-on proper fight. The Obi-Wan versus Anakin fight is the the fullest, most... Like, it's a long fight. It's drawn out. It's, like, probably 20 minutes or something like that. It goes over several different areas. There's lots involved with it. The choreography and everything like that. And it's just two dudes, like, the properly, like, fast, just going to... They're trying to actually kill each other. And, like, that's the only time we've had a, a, a fight like that in the franchise. Um, Why doesn't Obi-Wan fast just fight. kill Vader, Vader versus Anakin is... Um, Vader versus Luke is a lot more Sorry. slow. What'd you say? I said, why doesn't Obi-Wan just kill Anakin after he amputates him? Put him out of his No, body. why doesn't he just pick... That seems like a pretty Why doesn't he just pick up. the little fucking shit up? Just chop him on your shoulder and take him back to your fucking ship. What's he gonna do? He's your brother. You can try and fix him. He thought he was gonna die. Lean he was just leaving me. him to die. He could have saved him. He could have just fucking up on Why his shoulder. Why does he want to save him? He because came there to kill him. Because he's their brothers. No, he came there to kill him. But, and then he's staring at him thinking he's going to die. But, and then he kind of says that last line and walks away thinking he's going to die. Because he's on fucking fire. That's pretty messed up to, for your brother. That's your brother. Yeah, just let that. your brother burn. He was your brother. He said, he said, you was my brother. Now you're a piece of shit. Die, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least finish the job. Nah, fuck it. Let him burn in hell. Um, and I mean, he's really burning. That scene, yeah, even when I was watching it again the other day, it's like that scene where his body just starts on fire and he's just like melting away and just hearing him like, like the way he's yelling and stuff like that. Like it's a hard watch. I can't imagine like yeah. kids, young kids watching that scene, not getting scared. It's pretty, like it's pretty intense. Full on. It's still full on. And yeah, it's, he's limbless. It's... It's one of the more grotesque moments of Star Wars, I think, still. It's up there. Um, mm. And then my last note on the movie was, I wrote, the only part of this movie that I hate, and the only the only scene that made me like cringe, like, oh, was when Vader stands up and yells, No! <laughs> it's the worst. I don't know why they had to do that. It makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense for him to stand up and yell no. I can't even picture Anakin doing that, let alone like in the Vader suit. Like, not once in the franchise has he put his arms up in the air and just yelled out. No. Maybe that was part of like the like they didn't show you the part where the robots like stand up and yell no to tell us that the suit is working. Nope. Like nope. maybe that maybe that was part of it and just cut nope. away. 
Um, yep. What is everyone's theories or theories they like to believe on why Padme dies? So are we all going with the 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 without knowing Anakin drained the life out of Padme to stay alive? Theory? That's that's the one I like. That's the one I like. Is that yeah. that's the theory? Because that's yeah. the one I appreciate and like. That's the one I appreciate and like too. Yeah. How about you, Ash? I think it's just broken hearted. Oh God! Can we Fuck kick sake. him off? This? Can we it's kick him true. Off? We need to <laughs> get a ring. People die of a broken heart. We need to it's get for next week. We need a ring. When old people, di- when an old person dies, their partner can die really quickly afterwards. Dylan, because of heartbreak. Dylan, we really need a, a third fuck? person. We need another person to. You're like, breaking where? my heart, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, we need somebody else. Yeah, we'll have to. We're gonna have to. We have to bring someone in to help next. We week, have to bring next week. Um, gonna, no, no, the, no, for people who don't know the theory is that basically uh, Anakin in such like pain and like tapping into the dark side fully there as he's kind of spitting it. He basically steals the life force out of Padme without like meaning to Padme and he uses it to keep himself alive. Like, I don't know. Giving birth to twins naturally, that takes a lot out of you. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you, Ash. (laughs) They came, they came out in quick succession as well. They usually do, I think, don't they? In space anyway. In space, no one can hear you, twins. It could it could have just been a vacuum. Like, thunk, thunk, you know? Like. <laughs> These space They've robots, droids. They, just put, Why don't vac- they, just... they just put a vacuum up there and just... <laughs> There's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> any... Uh, any... Yeah, is any wrap Did you want to go back to the things? Mace Window fight? I don't think we ever yeah, got... Yeah, I was about to say, we can do that now. Just, any, I know, the only quick thing? question is, was Palpatine's voice supposed to get fucked up after that fight? Did Because his voice when goes he, really weird, like, directly after that fight. He does it whenever he's not talking like... um, Like, em, em, whenever he's being dark side Sidious, even in episode two, like, when he's on the comms and stuff, he kind of puts on that... Uh, do it, Lord. Do it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. That's he. Like he lets out his proper dark side thing. Even like even in the episode one, it's like my apprentice Darth Maul. Like he's even doing it then. Okay. I don't know. Okay. It's just like it's like Batman. It's like his his Bruce Wayne is talking normally, and then when Which, he lets himself um, loose, he's even though we didn't see much of it <laughs> in Darth the original is. series, in the original three. Which emperor do you prefer? Like. As in actors. It's the same actor. Is it really? Is it the same for both? It's the same actor. Yeah, no it's way. the same actor as in no, the original. From the trilogy. originals. From the originals. Yeah. It's the same actor in episode six. Really? Look at him pull up his phone and go, no fucking way, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same actor. <laughs> give me a second. You're making me want to double chat. Give me a second. Holy We're shit, doing a lot. it was. Blowing <laughs> your fucking mind, mate. <laughs> that was the sound of my mind being uh, exploded. Why? Why couldn't it be him? Because in the in episode six, he's like in full f- makeup. Oh, and he's stuff. in like prosthetics. Uh, okay. Yeah. So mm. like when they have him play like the unmakeup version in this, no one's ever like, no, oh, no, he no, looks no, older. No, isn't he? He's only he got. They changed it. They reshot it. Because I'm well, looking no, up here, well, and it says episodes one to three, episodes uh, f- episode six and episode... Oh, uh, episode six and... No, sorry, they changed it for five. 
Episode five yep. is apparently from the on the DVD and subsequent releases. Yeah, there was like a deleted yeah deleted scene scenario and stuff like that happening. Uh, okay, Clive Clive Revel in episode five yep. originally release. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And if you look that footage up, it looks fucking terrible. Okay. But episode six is where everyone knows Palpatine from. Okay. And that was the same, the same actor. Okay. There we go. Any yeah, any wrap up? Anyone else got any wrap up thoughts for episode three? Disappointed there wasn't more Jar Jar. (sighs) Well, whole movie. It was very good actually. That's one. That's he was working his Sith. He was doing his Sith Lord shit. Yeah. (laughs) He was doing his Sith Lord (laughs) shit. You know. He has zero lines in this movie. Working that the only Senate. time we see him is when he's looking all sad. And he's just like, oh, mm. that's really sad. Did he really have to kill all the younglings? The poor younglings. I know, that's a horrible moment yeah. in the movie. When what the guy's like, Lord, Mr. Skywalker, what can you <laughs> say? Why this you super English? Oh, that's Mr. the accent he Oh, Mr. Skywalker, says, what you doing Skywalker, there? What you doing can there? Can you fucking come help me, mate? Like, oh, I don't know what to do. There's all these people out there. Can you save us? Why you pull your lightsaber out, my master? <laughs> <laughs> um, on our, our, our $10,000 Patreon tier, it will be Dylan reenacts the entire Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> do it. You do it for way cheaper. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> do you think it's wise to send one of Darth Vader's kids back to Tatooine? Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, they're just like you, send him. That home. doesn't no, really make sense right. if you're trying to hide it's it. It's because he hates sand. Why would he ever yeah. want to go? Oh, back? He not just the fact so that he sense. hates sand. No shit. No shit. As you say, don't hate sand. So they put out in the one of the first comic book series they they put out when like the now canon ones Marvel do was they did a Vader series, and one the <laughs> Vader never goes to Tatooine, literally because he doesn't want he doesn't he hate sand he doesn't want to go yeah, back to his home planet he hates Tatooine. Sand. You hate sand when you're a human. What about when you're like in this like leather suit with like all this breathing apparatus? G- gets in them cracks sand, and stuff. Sand fucks cannot it up. be good for you. Like sand. yeah, fucks That's it up. Also. Obi-Wan Kenobi, why are you such a terrible person at, like, disguising yourself? Like, like, even, like, this is going into episode four a little bit, but Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan, had some, he was a bit, a bit of a smart guy. So you, all right, steps, steps for when you're going into hiding. Step one, change your name. Okay, so my name's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi. (laughs) So people around here are going to call me Old Ben Kenobi. Okay, uh-huh. old Ben Kenobi. All right, all right. Now to change my appearance, I need to get a new. No, no. I'm just gonna wear the same clothes. I'm gonna wear exactly. I'll just the same. get old. That'll change my appearance. Exactly the same clothes. I'll I'll get old. You know, really old in that that short space of time. And and I'm a Jedi, but I better stop. I better stop being a Jedi of any kind. Oh, but people round here refer to me as a sort of wizard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're spot on there, Obi Wan, for your hit, for your hiding in plain sight there, bud. You, it's just—he's a smart man. He's <sighs> also. I just remembered. I forgot to write this down. I love the part where Yoda's like, "I'm going to teach you something for you to practice yes. on your your time away. You have, don't you?" Like they quickly explain how he knows. Um, that's. I swear that George was like finishing up this movie. He's like, "Fuck, I." I haven't explained force how ghost. he turns into a force ghost. Uh, uh, okay, uh, but if they uh, have to train wrong. for it, 
if they have to train for it, how does Anakin become a Force ghost at the end of the... Because uh, he's six? got all the metachlorines. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He's the chosen one. He's the chosen one. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's, he, he just gets a powers. free. He gets a free pass <laughs> into the. Into and it the, reverts the, him eternity. back to like his young form. He doesn't even revert back to like yeah. old form. That's, yeah. You know what? That's By the what, way, if you want to know, it, because the question is, because Yoda says to Obi Wan, "I can teach you this." The question then automatically is, "How the fuck does Yoda know this?" They explain that in the Clone Wars as well. Is Didn't it Qui Gon? Qui Gon turns up in the what? Clone Wars. He's like, Speaks what? Spoilers. I'm a force ghost. What up? I'm a force ghost, yo! Um, another, okay. <laughs> that has spawned another question for me. Why yep. did it ever bother you before they, you know, they imposed Hayden Christensen into the, the newer cuts of the movie? Yeah. Did the age of the actor that appeared in the original ones, did, did, did that ever annoy you? How old that guy was? Like, he looked like nope. he was in his, like... Early 30s. Well, he would be that early. old. Like, he looked like... Did he? No, I always thought he looked like 60, 70 to me. No, he yeah. looked like he looked like he was like your dad. You're thinking of Hayden Christensen. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> also, them... Well, we're jumping to like episode six, which is three weeks away. But I don't mind them changing to Hayden Christensen's face there. Like, I, as far as... The, everyone complains about it. No. I, got, I got a list of things to complain about. Before that, Ooh, be I can't wait to look watch, when you die. I can't wait to watch New Hope with all the added CGI shit that he added into it. Yeah, we can talk. Oh, about I'm that so next, excited! Next, next week, stay tuned. Next week. All right, let's wrap up the show. With last, uh, so they put out a, uh, they put out a Last Jedi trailer teaser. I don't know what the fuck it is. Are they calling it a trailer? I have no idea. It's a 45, they call 46 it a second one. They call it a teaser. Um, the most noticeable. The there's two really cool shots in it like it's a it's a good trailer it's like a very quick like with the music 45 seconds and the music that's playing there's the lots of loot cuts to a bunch of shots it's just like a, it's gets you like kind of like it's like a really good um trailer. but there's a there's a shot of uh luke walking into the millennium falcon in it and it like lights up and that's really oh, cool that is to see like that, that is really a beautiful cool. shot that is really that cool. is a really good shot and then the the second shot that I think is the most talk, like talking point one off this would be right at the end when they cut from Luke saying it's not going to turn out the way you want it to or whatever the hell he's saying and he's lying on the ground. They cut to a shot of Ray that looks like she's standing like above him and she's got her lightsaber out. So it's like, oh, shit. And that's where the trailer ends. Um, there was also, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, like it was really quiet and you had to kind of like really listen in. So when when um, Luke turned on all the lights in the Millennium Falcon, under his breath you could hear him say, now this is pod racing. <laughs> oh, you're terrible, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Um, I think... <laughs> I think on the on the on the trailer scale, I think that f- this forty five second one shows more than the like two minute proper yeah, one. Yeah. In like a very quick quick way. So if people are like, which trailer should I watch? The short one or the long one? I'd be like, watch the long one. I swear <laughs> I swear it like gives away less. It's more like a tone piece. Um, but this has a few more shots. Like the shot of Luke on the Millennium Falcon. Dunno, maybe I would have rather just seen that in the movie, but it's it's fine. It's not the end of the world. Um, and then the last thing in Last Jedi news this week that I want to talk about is just a quick tidbit that made me quite happy today. I watched much the, anticipated the, tidbit, much anticipated tidbit. I teased it. I teased it at the start of the show. I watched uh, today the Star Wars show, 
which is the second best Star Wars show you can watch. This is the best one. It's uh, on the well, start, official start. Yeah, well, this no, you can't podcast. watch this. You can. This is pod racing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is. You can listen to the Star Wars show on YouTube. That's what we should have called the show. Slash. This is pod racing. No, this is <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> This is podcast. I think there was already one no, called that. I think I already looked yeah, at it. Yeah, there was already one called, called that. Um, they had Kathleen Kennedy on the Star Wars show, which is the the head of Lucasfilm. And she uh, reveals that there are baby porks in The Last Jedi. Oh! There's going to be a shot where there's porks and there's little baby ones <laughs> next to them. And it's going to make me cry. Are they like... They're like tinier versions, or are they like fe- like they're feathery? They're like little chickens. You know, like they're baby really penguins? furry, I think. Yeah, I'm, I yeah. can't handle it. It's gonna melt me. <laughs> it's gonna melt me. Help! See Mel- me in the cinema. Cinema melting into my buttercream popcorn. December fifteen. <laughs> Dylan's heart grew through si- three sizes. <laughs> it's gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's all I got for last Jedi news. Just that, that was my big tease. That was the most important. important thing. It is important news because it means that maybe they'll put out pop vinyls for him and I can continue my poor pop vinyl collection. <laughs> Please help me, someone. Uh, this has been yep. Alderaan Explosion. Uh, I hope you're enjoying. We're, th- we're three weeks in. We're officially we've officially just ended. Well, actually, I was about to say we've officially ended the prequel territory, but we will be watching next week uh, Rogue One: A Star Wars Story, which is technically still a prequel movie and after that we will be watching a new hope so next week we'll be talking rogue one and a new hope we're going to be watching those movies back, back, to, back. to back which these two haven't done before and you should be excited because it is quite a cinematic great journey and you know what we're probably not done talking about the clone wars to be honest because saw Gerrera is in rogue one and i'll probably bring up clone wars because that's where he originated from so if you if you're sick of the older clone wars talk you got at least one more week of that shit to go. <laughs> this stage. How did Saw Gerrera turn into Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, we'll get to that. Next week on Older Eyes Is, it, is there an explanation? Have yeah. they retconned that in yet? No. Everything's got a retcon. Give it time. And an explanation. And if they don't, I'll come <laughs> up with one before next week. <laughs> Where can the people follow you, Ash? You can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Hobley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. It's a thing. It's a thing. Kieran, where can the people follow you? You can find me in the Death Stars Cantina telling Kylo Ren to go order something healthier or on Twitter at your boy Ringo. Y-A-B. What's he ordering that's unhealthy? Well, I don't know. He just looks like a kid that's just... He's probably smoking. He's probably smoking. Eating, like, you know... You want to buy some death sticks? Like, yeah. You don't want to sell me death yeah. sticks. Yeah. I don't want to see death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life? <laughs> I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good scene from that shit movie. Um, you can find me trying to figure out where the fuck Maz Cotino, uh went when she disappeared in The Force Awakens. She comes out, she 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 says to Finn, here, you got a lightsaber, here's your weapon. Where the fuck does she go? See ya. We'll find out. There'll be- she probably got like secret tunnels. You can't wait for the comic book to be released for that. Fucking can't wait. You don't rant. Follow me on Twitter at Vivaladil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. We can, we can find me probably- Tweeting about Star Wars. Talking about porgs. Talking about porgs. I talk about porgs. Do you like porgs? Yeah, I do. I fucking love me some porgs. He fucking does. Uh, Just just link Dylan or your porg fan art. Yeah, make some... Sure. Just tweet at you. If you're good at art... If you can make fan art of me... Draw draw Dylan with a porg, me with a pod racing 
pod racer, the the pod, and Ashley with Jar Jar Binks and tweeted at us. Yeah. Or and you can tweet at Explosion Network at Explosion Pod. Don't forget to go to www.explosionnetwork.com for all the great shows and other things like that. This is a spin-off mini series podcast. We do all the main podcasts over there. Thank you. Stay tuned. We'll catch you next week to talk more Star Wars. May the force be with you. I got a bad feeling about it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your boy Cruzy made here with all you need to know about November here at the Explosion Network. Firstly, we would like to extend a big thank you to everyone who donated to our Extra Life campaign to help the big, beautiful kids. You can check out all our challenge videos going up on YouTube over the month of November. While you're over there, check out all our PAX coverage, the Explosion Network's first convention. We have a bunch of videos going up on all the games we played over at bit.ly slash Explosion Network. Also, our Best of 2017 awards start in late November, so get pumped for that with more information to come soon. And don't forget, Older on Explosion continues every Friday at 12pm if you want your weekly dose of Star Wars hype leading up to The Last Jedi. And you know, all our weekly shows will continue. Pleasure on Mondays, Platt on Tuesdays, and Grandstand Gurus goes live on Thursdays, all at 12pm. And finally, we will be returning to full form over on twitch.tv slash Explosion Network with all our weekly streams. So keep your targets locked on explosionnetwork.com for all of the explosive content. Welcome to the red. best unofficial. You fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. That has to be left in. <laughs> I'll move it to the end. <laughs> 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 Fuck.